previously on Chosen Ones. Our group is attacked by a swarm of snakes as they continue through the farmlands. Although they make quick work of the serpents, Brandy finds himself poisoned after several of them morph together and bite his neck. As Theo desperately tries to heal him, time appears to stop for the ranger as a strange spider-like figure appears on the horizon. It asks him what he desires, and Theo answers for Brandy not to be hurt. Theo manages to heal Brandy, but completely forgets his encounter with the creature. The group continues through the farmlands, speculating that Theo's spark must have upgraded, but they aren't sure how exactly. Brandy takes the night watch and stumbles upon a swarm of specklings covering the bones of a red dragon. He casts Speak with the Dead, and the dragon informs him that someone only referred to as she tore it from the sky. It tells the warlock that something in the world has been broken, and asks him not to hurt its young as the spell fades. Brandy agrees, and continues his journey shortly after, the haunting message of the dead creature on his mind. He's going to actually wake Aviath up first, for anybody else. Hey, Burner. Hello there. Good morning. You sleep well? I slept great. Turns out we didn't really got to worry about that, uh, that dragon problem. Oh? I just passed by its, uh, its skull last night. Oh. Did it, could it have died of old age, or do you think it's something else? Some, it's, uh, I... <laughs> Whoops, fucked up. Uh, I had a little chat with it. Oh. Don't get mad. (laughs) You had a chat with it right before it died, I see. Yeah, and it said some... It mentioned a she. Shot it out of the sky or something like that. Oh. So that means something more dangerous than a dragon could be afoot. Yeah. And then, as the skin suddenly sloughed off of it, leaving it completely bone, <laughs> I saw on the inside of its skull, there's this black, it almost looked like the moss was, like, on the inside of its skull. And a bunch of those, like, specklings were real, they came out of the woodwork and were real attracted to that. I don't know if Avaith knows what specklings are. You do. They are common. Uh, They're not common in the way that, like, you see them commonly, but you, with your adventures, would have seen them, Uh, especially going and fighting things like demigods or things like that. They are attracted to beings and creatures of great power. Um, They are also attracted to scenes of chaos and where there is any strong magical pull. So you would have definitely seen them. They are often considered, because of that, to be a sign of, like, an omen of something bad. Usually there's not a good association with them. Even though they don't necessarily have to be attracted to bad magic, it's usually what does attract them that is strong enough to cause them to appear is something people need to be afraid of. Huh, yeah, okay. So Aviath just kind of contemplates that and he's like, That's bizarre. Well, all we can do is stay on our guard about it, I guess. Yeah. I'm hoping whatever took a fucking dragon out of the sky ain't around. But you can never be too sure. I mean, on the bright side, it could be on our side. It was killing a dragon, after all. Dragon seemed like it was defending itself, trying to protect its nest or something. So, I'm not sure about that, but, you know, 
Can't be sure. I never be too careful. Yep. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I woke you up first to ask you, uh, that whole, uh, the whole paladin thing you do. Mm-hmm. How do you, uh, how does one go about, uh, doing that kind of, uh, thing? You wish to know how to become a paladin? He kind of brightens up at that. <laughs> uh, I might be considering getting into some more worship, I guess. Oh, well, I'm glad you asked me. You see, you simply have to take an oath. Usually churches will offer you these kinds of oaths. Um, if you dedicate yourself to a god enough and you take an oath, then you will gain access to paladin magic. Of course, you'll also have to learn how to fight with a sword and shield. Well, I already know how to do that. I guess you've got that part down. <laughs> but I can take you to a church. Any church of your choosing. Doesn't have to be Claytor. Right. Alright, well, thanks. Uh, it's a good place to start. I'd be happy to help with that. Well, if you're the one who wants to be paladin, that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'm definitely thinking about it. I think it'd be a great idea. Yeah. I had a, a, had a good first meeting with my, uh, deity, so I think might be something I want to pursue, I don't know. I know Peter has a similar situation to me. We got the same type of, uh, god from what I know. Oh, do you know what your deity is now? Yeah. Oof. <laughs> He's on more the obscure side. He's kind of eccentric like that. Well, I know all kinds of gods. Yeah, but I don't know that he'd be too happy with me giving his name out willy-nilly. He was specifically described as not a god, not fiend, nor fey, nor deity, something else. Yeah. The secretive type. Yeah. That's all right. We, we can talk about it later. It doesn't have to be now. It'll be, it's an, it's just something I've been giving a little thought to. I see. Well, if you don't mind, I'm going to eat for a bit before I start inviting because... I've not eaten in a while. Sounds good. I'll wake the others. And then he does so. Wakey, wakey. Eggs and bakey. Good morning, Shuey. Good morning, Theo. Good morning. Y'all sleep well? Um... Realize the Vyth only has two rations, so this is the last of them. Shuey also doesn't have very much, but I imagine they packed for the trip. Theo has a thing that he can just find food. Yeah. He's like, I... I don't know if I would say I had a great sleep. Uh, hopefully nothing went, um, wrong overnight. No, it was pretty, pretty quiet for the most part. Nothing particularly, uh, crazy. Uh, that's good. Yeah, just be on the lookout, that's all. Right, of course. Uh, Theo... Uh, once more, because I imagine the night before he was, like, awake for a little while because he was thinking about how Spark possibly has evolved. Um, so he just kind of goes into thought once again. Mm-hmm. Look at that. She talked to Arthur about it. <laughs> He'd get so excited. <laughs> You're like, what? No way! Theo's like, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> What's next on the, uh, I guess on the map? 
the travel map after the farmlands. Uh, it's just it's a it's a big expanse of forest. Uh, there are some small lakes and ponds that dot the area in between. Um, you know that come tomorrow, based on your travel, you will probably be passing through Moonfoam before you get to Greenflower. Oh, we're on our way. We're almost there. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, you're halfway. We're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> we're almost halfway there. <laughs> We sure are, bud. Well, that's great news. I mean, we got there in no time. Avaya, if you know how we asked you to to finish eating first. Right. I seem to forget that. <laughs> it's okay. It's just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is just, just relaxing again. Were there any worries traveling through here? The first time that he was like told to be aware of like bears or whatever. Uh, you know that this area is just teeming with wildlife in general. Um, the only thing that you ever heard during your travel was those snakes, but you never were bothered by them. Are you guys having any other day conversations on your route? Revyath would just start telling stories and be like, "Would you guys be interested in hearing the story of how I defeated the lich?" I'd love to. What's a lich? And he like lays back and starts to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lich is a particularly powerful undead one with powerful magic Theo would probably snuggle up to Brandy adorable Aww. probably would offer his lap as a pillow <laughs> he'll accept and fall asleep <laughs> so who is um, ahead who is like in the front of the group Aviath is riding on the horse and then Shui okay um, you both can roll perception okay 21 you see, Avayath, as you're traveling forward, uh, it appears like you seem to be approaching another farmland, uh, a very small one this time, though, uh, kind of off to the side. You almost miss it. Shui, it looks really strange, actually, as you start to get closer. The plants that are laid out front appear to be like a bright purplish pink, not any kind of plant that you've seen before. And the house especially looks very weird. Aviath would stop in the middle of the story and be like, oh, a farmland. Yeah, and I wanted Shui to be like, you know, as he was like being you know, told what a lich was, you know, about strange magic. And he's like, strange magic? Uh, can they make plants turn pink and purple? No, but they can make plants turn black and kill them. Uh, what about... And then he's going to describe the house, but I don't know how to describe the house. <laughs> so. You see, coming up in the distance, um, as you approach, suddenly very close to it, um, this. Oh. oh a shoe. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I know how to describe this now. Cool. There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. And you see uh, kind of a woman who seems to be tending the garden out uh, in the next to this little tiny plot. So back to the lich thing. She's like, uh, can a lich make a house that looks like a shoe? No, it usually uses necromancy to my knowledge and shoots elemental magic. That is a big shoe. <laughs> That's a big fucking shoe. Oh, <laughs> you see it too? I, I thought, I don't know, I, I thought I was going crazy. 
I didn't see it at first, but it's hard not to notice. It's, it is starting to get dark out um, as you are approaching this shoe. Hey, there's a person there, isn't there? Way over there. Hey, ma'am, your shoe's a bit big. <laughs> Hold on, I'll link. I will link her rep. You see a wood elf with uh, a pink undercut hairdo. Her clothing style seems to be a little bit ambiguous. It's hard to tell exactly where she's from based on the colors that she's wearing. Uh, but you do notice kind of just a weird feature. She's definitely like a farm worker of some sort, but her attire does not really seem to kind of match up to that. She's dressed up a little bit for the work environment she appears to be in. And she kind of starts a bit when she hears you. And you see her kind of brighten a bit when she sees people. And she, you definitely did not pass this on your way here the first time. 100% did not pass this. Um, but you see her brighten up and give a, kind, a tiny wave. And she's like, ah, I didn't expect to see customers all the way out here. Customers? Are you running a business? Yeah, we sell shoes here. You want any? Um, I'm afraid that size is too big for me. Oh, don't be silly. Uh, she reaches down and she kind of grabs one of those plants on the ground and you see her kind of furrow her brow a moment she's like i think this is the right size and she pulls it up and you see a pair of shoes looking to be probably about your size as she pulls them out oh you're growing shoes like plants ah it's my mom's spark what what an interesting spark your mom can grow shoes yeah, any inanimate object it's just the family business i guess she stuck to shoes uh were you guys here to make a purchase did you come all the way out here for that we were actually just passing by. Oh, just passing through then. Coming through these parts, it's a little strange. Where are you going? It's a green flower. Green flower, that makes sense. That is a common trail here, isn't it? But this place wasn't here two months ago, I don't think. Oh, no, no, no. We're a traveling business. We don't put our roots down for too long. Ha, <laughs> because it grows shoes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she, um... Uh, just kind of turns to her vibe. I'm like, hey, can we stop? Sure. Should we help out? Perhaps we could consider buying one as a souvenir. We don't get a lot of customers when we're out doing our farming business, at least. That's not where, really where we set up shop, but... You guys want, I don't know, tea or something? I can go ask my mom. Hmm, we're in a bit of a rush, so... She smiles a bit, and she's like, You what, two days out from there? Yeah, I think so, right, Chewie? Yeah. You want to get there a little faster? Huh? You know a way to get faster? Is there a shortcut? Uh, she grins and points at herself. I can be a shortcut if you want. What does that mean? We've been here long enough. We probably can move shop. What? Leviathos looks confused. Um, you don't have to come with us. Um... No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about my spark. Your spark? What does that do? I can shift objects in space. That is quite a spark. What does that mean? <laughs> She's like, I'm so funny. <laughs> so does that mean you can just teleport us there? Yeah, it's like teleporting, except it's a bigger plot of land. Oh. Do these shoes do anything special? <laughs> no, they're just shoes. Huh, he says. Looks at Brandy. Isn't he asleep? <laughs> <laughs> Theo's just kind of observing the conversation because he has... Um, Brandy in his lap, so he's like just petting Brandy's hair. My name's Rivera, by the way. Rivera Tanglewood. I'm Shuey. Shuey. <laughs> Shoe. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, she chuckles a bit and she's like, well, maybe it was destiny that you came here then. Not that you're named after shoes or anything. <laughs> what kind of shoes do you um, grow? All kinds. What kind are you looking for? Hmm. 
Something like these, he says, and he points to his feetsies. Mm-hmm. They're like sandals. Uh, she kind of looks over the rows for a bit. And she's like, hold on one second. And she moves over to the other row over here. And she's like, I think we moved sandals over here last time. So why is there a speckling there? Ignore that. That was <laughs> 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 I was wondering about that. I thought that was intentional, out. and I was like, uh-oh. No, that wasn't supposed to be there. Um, I must have copied it when I copied the carriage. Um, she kind of goes over to that area and is looking around, and she's like, all right, here we go. And she leans down, and she plucks one up, uh, and she pulls out a very bright um, bright yellow set of sandals. Ooh, she you know, hops off the carriage and like kind of runs over up to her. He's just like, can I see them? Sure. If you break them, you gotta buy them, though. What are they? Are they easy to break? She shrugs. He is uh, kind of looking them over. They look to be pretty good quality. Okay, that's nice. You want them? Can I try them on? Sure. You can try them on, and uh, he's going to kind of run around in a circle, kind of see how they feel. He's like, I like them. They feel nice. That's ten gold if you want to keep them. Ten gold. Uh, I think I have that. Hold on. Shuffles through his, uh, pockets. And pulls out Tingle. She smiles at you and takes them and gives you a tiny nod. Thanks for doing business. Did you want that tea? Sure. I can use a snack. Do you have snacks? <laughs> I can get some snacks, too. He doesn't make the sound. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Yaya, you want a snack? Are you sure you don't want to hurry over to Dashi? Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I told you I can give you a ride if you want one. Yeah. Well, if, if that's what you want, then sure. Do we have to pay you for the ride, too? No, we were moving that way anyway. She's just like, is your mom inside? Yeah. I can ask her to come out if you want. Well, she's uh, she's got some memory issues, so it might be better for her to stay inside. She is just like, hey, did you know we were Sparks? No. Your sparks? He nods. All of you? What are you traveling together for? They're my friends. And my master Dashi, she's in trouble back home. So they came with me to help her. Oh, Dashi, I heard about that case. You know something about it? (laughs) It's been the talk of the town when I was in it last. Please tell me if you know anything. Ah, just some people digging up old... Old garbage from the past, you know? Something probably buried way deep. Nothing recent, definitely, but just a huge scandal. Why only now? I guess some new information came to light. I guess someone came back who knew something. Uh. (laughs) In Moonfoam, they weren't really... really big trials like this. I don't know what they expect. I've never been one much to study the law or anything like that. I couldn't tell you. It's different from city to city, too, so they probably do things a different way. Hmm. You guys want to stay the night? It's getting pretty dark out. Uh, I'd like to thank you for your generosity, but that really won't be necessary. It's too kind. You really don't need to. I told you we were going that way anyway. We'll probably cross paths again. Um, can I insight just... I don't know if she's trustworthy in general. Sure, go for it. Vibe checker. She lives in a big ass shoe. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, uh, 14. Yeah, you don't sense any hostility or anything. Hmm. 
Shui is really gullible, and so like, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> she's like, yeah. come on, Yaya, it'll be quicker this way. We'll still have plenty of time, even if we travel on our own, and I just don't want to, you know. It's no trouble, really. I've moved bigger crowds than this. Hmm. I'm just going to have to pass on the offer, but I would like to purchase the shoes as a souvenir. <laughs> sure. Done gold. It's like a plant attached to shoes, right? That's what it looks like. Yeah. So, like, you pull the plant off, and then it's just shoes. Yeah, well, he wants it as a souvenir, and plant shoes are a weird thing, so he's just keeping them as plant shoes. Okay. <laughs> or at least that's what he'd request. And he'd just be like, uh, thank you for the business, but I'm afraid we have to be going now. She kind of gives a little sigh and nods. Um, should we roll a perception check? Okay. 16. You hear kind of, like, a very soft creak from behind you from that door of the shoe. He turns towards that direction. Uh, you see a person... Uh, kind of peering out, looking a bit kind of confused at you. Uh, and you see Rivera turn her head towards her, and she's like, Mama, I told you to stay inside. And she's looking out a little confused at you, Shuey, and cocks her head at you. We have customers? Oh, uh, I'm Shuey. Thank you for the shoes. She blinks at you, still looking kind of confused on what you're doing here, and she's just like, Mama, why don't you go back in? And you hear her tapping her foot a bit inside and she's like your father's gonna be back soon we should get ready for that and you see Rivera's face kind of fall and she's like yeah I know I'll go inside I'll tell you when he's here she's like okay she heads back in and you hear her call again she's like you better hurry and wash up your sister's gonna be back soon too and you see her sigh at that and she's like I know mama I'll be in in a minute she looks back to you and smiles nice to meet you if you don't want to stay I get it it was a pleasure meeting you too by the way, I guess I never really introduced myself. I am Aviath the Undead Slayer. Aviath, you're kind of far from home. I came to join the Chosen Few in order to train myself to become a worthy Chosen One. Hmm. I haven't heard any big stories from you in a while circulating. Yes, I'm. well, it's because I've been in the process of training. But I'll get back to adventuring soon. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. The Chosen Few's back, huh? Yep, back and stronger than ever. Interesting. All right. Let's go, Shui. But the snacks. <laughs> she kind of gives you a little wave and is just like, I'll see you again, remember? We'll probably cross paths. Until next time. See ya. Shui uh, waves. She waves back. So you guys get back onto the cart to head out? Yep. All right. And you continue on your journey, leaving the strange shoemaker behind as you go. So you guys are continuing to travel. Uh, the area is kind of starting to get less wooded as you go deeper into the night with small dots of water appearing on the horizon. Uh, Shui, you would recognize this area as nearing your village Moonfoam, uh, which is known for being surrounded by small ponds and lakes kind of that surround the entire village. Are you traveling through the night or are you setting up camp? How, how like, many hours away from Moonfoam are they? If you stop to rest, you will get there the following evening. If you continue, you'll probably get there in the early evening to mid-afternoon. Yeah, Shui uh, kind of stands up in the wagon, holding on to the edges so he doesn't, like, fall off. This Hesty is a fucking beast. <laughs> <laughs> And so he's pointing out at the ponds that he sees. And he's like, guys, do you see those? We're getting close to moon foam. And he kind of looks around a bit more. Uh, he looks up at the sky, sees that 
the sun is setting. What time is it? Uh, it's probably about 7, 8 p.m. So yeah, the sun's almost set. The moon's starting to come out. Looks like it's a full moon tonight. <laughs> I get to see my baby girl. Okay, um. <laughs> if you sleep. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Fuck, Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie. No, no, no. Okay, well, this won't change what she will say, but it does change how I feel a bit. <laughs> um, if we... If we keep going, I think we'll be able to get there, um, early afternoon, maybe. We're that close. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we've been doing so far. We've been having Brandy take the night shifts. Are we doing that again? I think we should ask him. Uh, okay. Leviathan will get off his I'll horse. Do, no, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> I don't know why there sounded like there was some sass in that, Leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, it's like more like uncertainty. Like, oh, okay. He's like worried about waking up Brandy. Well, it sounds like he is at first, but then he goes over to Brandy, shakes his shoulder, and is like, wake up, Brandy, we uh, have a question for you. Fuck. I would have woken him <laughs> up if you just gave me a moment. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Oh, uh, where's the fire? What? What's up? No fire. Um, do you want to take the night shift for today like you did before, or would you rather, do you need more sleep? I mean, um, I should be good to, uh, to go through the night, yeah. I took my, uh, my long rest just now, so I should be, uh, should be good. Alright, if you're up for it, I guess we'll do that usual routine. Hestia, are you good to go? And I, I guess she just says nods yes. I guess she says yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's me, Hestia. No. Why do you two sound the same? Oh yeah, I forgot Hestia sounded like a Leviath, <laughs> are you a horse in that armor? <laughs> Think about it, have you ever seen Hestia and Leviath in the same room? <laughs> Technically, no. They've never been in a room. Something to think about it. Technically, no. You only see the armor there. Could be a puppet. Okay. Anyways, Aviath will, I guess, gesture for Brandy to leave the wagon first before he gets on. Waddle, waddle, waddle. Aviath, clank, clank, clank. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, whoa, Aviath. Nope. Sorry. Wow. I don't know who that person is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Every session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. how much do you weigh? Oh, I forgot. Um, That's a rude question to ask somebody. <laughs> <laughs> how much do you weigh? <laughs> you fucking twink. Yeah, I think it was 300 pounds was ah, his weight. Okay. For seven <laughs> foot tall, really? 300 pounds of pure muscle. He's like three feet wide. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought that like, was like low. I, I honestly don't know. No, you're good. I mean, Brandy's like th around 300 too, and he's like 6'5", so... Brandy's not pure muscle, though. Look this up real quick. <laughs> Are you? Um, <laughs> what is the average weight for? Let me tell you my exact tall, weight. Uh, a seven <laughs> foot Let me tall tell you my exact weight in stones. Man. Oh. I guess three fifty. Yeah. So he'll say like three hundred fifty pounds of pure muscle. Oh God. Of course. You fucking wall. <laughs> I work out every day except for these days because I have to ride this horse. But that's a good idea, actually. I should work out now. He starts doing oh, push-ups. Uh, oh, okay. In the small uh, wagon with the others? Maybe a different exercise routine. Hmm. Maybe consider jogging behind the wagon and see, maybe keep yourself up. I bet you running that armor will work out literally every muscle on your body. Do jumping jacks. 
Good idea, Not buddy. on the wagon. Idea, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'll do both. <laughs> he does no. jumpy jacks, like, while jogging. <laughs> what the hell? And now he has to jog faster, because every time he does a jumping jack, he falls behind a little bit. God. <laughs> oh my god. Theo watches uh, Oviath do this as he's just sitting there. He just has kind of an awkward look on his face, and he's like, he sure is determined. Yeah. Sure is. I want to try it. Oh, uh. should we? You sweet summer's child. <laughs> He's gonna hop out of the wagon. <laughs> Go ahead, Shoe. It's good to stretch your muscles every now and then. And he's gonna try to jog and do jumping jacks at the same time. I picture him doing a car wheel. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's really fun. He's just pinwheeling behind the wagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Theo's sitting there. He's like, now I, I feel lazy. <laughs> Yaya, can you do this? And he's going to start actually doing the cartwheels, like he said. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try. Aviath is going to try an acrobatics check. Aviath tries cartwheeling. He falls to the ground. Aviath, <laughs> 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 oh. maybe, maybe. Oh my god. Shibi kind of stops and... Kinda. <laughs> He's laughing at Yaya. He's like, Yaya, yeah, 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 you fell. That's not how you do it. <laughs> you fucking moron. No, sorry. <laughs> I can do it. Hold on. Let me try again. Avias tries again. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> You're gonna get left behind, Yaya. And now he jogs faster to catch up. <laughs> Avias, maybe you need to think about doing that when you're not wearing armor. Oh, I didn't think of that. That might help. He strips. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just give me ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after a bit, Shui is going to hop back into the cart, the moving cart. <laughs> yeah, and Aviath would too, because they got to rest. So is Brandy staying up then and you're traveling through the night? Yeah. But Shui's going to sleep. Shui's going to sleep. So Brandy, go ahead and roll a perception check for me. Actually, um... I think Theo might stay up a little bit. I don't know how long. You want to do a scene? You can. Uh, I don't have a scene in mind. It's just Theo's probably just still, like, thinking a lot about being worried about Brandy because of what happened earlier. Is no one going to tell Brandy about the weird shoe people he, they met? <laughs> don't. They assumed Theo would bring it up, I guess. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, 15 for perception. Gotcha. Um, I would say, as you were kind of looking around... Um, the area don't see any more of those bones um, as you are continuing, but you do see like those little ponds and lakes around you uh, are very clearly reflecting off the moon that's in the sky, and you see them kind of shimmer a bit, and this like fog start to come up off of the water and kind of roll out across the land. Squints? Is that normal? You don't know. You've not been in this area. Arcana check? Question mark? Yeah, you can if you want. Is that some kind of fog cloud? Ooh, 22. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, it does have a sense of magic to it as you are kind of walking through. Um, Hestia seems not particularly bothered by it, but does kind of hesitate at first before starting to walk into it. Uh, it just fills you with this kind of like, just this very tranquil sense of calm as you're walking through it. A little bit 
Like, if you try and concentrate too hard on anything right now, it, it kind of feels like it's, it's hard for you to keep focus. Interesting. Not sure I appreciate it, but cool. Was Theo still awake or did he go to sleep? He would have been awake for a bit, probably just kind of doing the same thing that he did like on the first night where he was just kind of leaning on the edge of the cart thing and just kind of looking at Brandy. And he's just probably just thinking about the, it was scary. Um, Aviath, are you sleeping with your armor on? Yes, he sleeps with his <laughs> okay. armor on when he's adventuring. <laughs> um, I would also note with a 15, there appears to be some kind of strange glow coming from Aviath's helmet. And Aviath, I want you to roll a con save for me. What the fuck? 16. Um, yeah, you stay asleep. You don't seem to be bothered by it. You're just sleeping. Looks confused at Aviath's helmet. And then sees Theo still awake and is like, Hey, what the hell's going on with Aviath? Huh? He looks over to Avai after, like, being snapped from his trance, I guess. His helmet is just glowing a very soft purple. Oh, I don't like that. Can I investigate? If you would like to. Uh, or do I wake up Avai? I guess I wake up Avai? He's gonna try to wake up Avai, I think. Okay, yeah, you can just wake him up without any trouble. He he kind of shakes Avai's shoulder a little bit, and he's like, uh, uh, Avai. What? Claytor? Oh, Theo. Um, uh, um, when you wake him up the glowing stops but you see the regular glowing that comes from his eyes from behind the helmet uh, um, uh, uh, since they've been roommates for a while now and we've never noticed this before right no you have not uh, not to um, I'm not trying to I guess be uh, rude how are you feeling uh, a little sleepy uh, the, well, it was just that uh, you were uh, sort of glowing pur- purple. Glowing purple? Are you sure I'm not glowing yellow? I mean, y- you are now, uh, or your eyes anyway, but uh, when you were asleep, you were glowing purple. Hmm. Purple's like an evil color. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't... I don't really like that. I don't know if I would say that, um... Do you have any idea why that might be? Uh, no. If, if anything, I naturally glow radiant colors unless I'm turning evil. That doesn't make sense. I'm still a warrior of justice, right? I, you, you haven't changed. It was just, I mean, you have never glowed before. And Shayna, the role player, is like, he got touched by the fucking Abigrim. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, um, Theo is just, I... Uh, has has anything changed or happened recently to you magically? I, I don't know. Uh, sometimes my divine smites don't quite look right. Oh, hmm. What do you mean? They just don't look as holy as before. They just look kind of weird. That last fight that you did looked fine. Yeah, it looked fine against the snakes. Uh... That's why I said sometimes. It's not all the time. Oh. Um. Well, that's... Hmm. Is there any way you can describe it? Jade does not remember the exact description. Uh, it was like dark instead of light. Oh, okay. It was like an evil smite, or it looked like one. But I'm not evil, so it can't be evil. It just looks weird. Ah. Um. It was just, like, darker. I guess... It's something to keep in mind. I... If... Are you feeling strange at all? 
No, just a little exhausted from working out. Right. Uh, maybe my helmet's evil. Uh -huh. I try taking off the helmet then. Um, I guess you could try it. He takes off the helmet, and as he does, he keeps his eyes closed. And it's just like, I'll try going back to sleep. Let me know if something weird happens again. When he takes the helmet off, you can see kind of coming up from his neck appears to be purple veins. Um, oh, that don't look good. Yeah, Aviath, are, are, are you sure that you're feeling okay? You have some, um, um... Purple veins in your neck. Yeah. Purple veins. He tries to touch it <laughs> with his hand. They aren't, like, larger than normal. It just looks like they're starting to fade upwards from your neck into purple. Yeah, well, he still has his eyes closed, so he doesn't notice. He's <laughs> uh, just like, oh, it's not the helmet. What's going on, then? I don't know. Um, I wish I could help you. I, uh, it seems... Roll a history check, uh, Theo. Oh, Theo. Um, 11. I'll say that's, that's close enough. It wasn't a failure, because it's been a while, but... You do remember, after you first found out that Peter was the Abigram, Estelle asked any of you, did he touch you? And Aviath said, I think he touched me. And she said, we'll deal with that later, essentially. But then nothing came of that. Oh. Theo would remember that, Ben. Um, and he would just sort of look at the veins for a while, and he's like, didn't you say the Abigram touched you? Um, do you think this could at all be related or consistent with that? Theo, do you think your, uh, your new spark might be able to help? Do you think it's like some kind of poison, maybe? I... I don't know. I, I could try it. Um, I don't know if it'll work again in the same day. I guess we can see. It's worth a shot. Um, it says it's a reaction. Yeah, so you would not in this case, be able to. The whole reason you were able to do it to Brandy was because it was active in the moment. So Theo does actually try, though. He will um, sort of, like, hesitate a little, uh, but put his hand on, like, Aviath's neck, basically, just gently, where the veins show up, and he kind of, like, stares intently for a bit, and he's just sit there for a little while, and is like, uh, are you feeling anything? Well, I didn't feel anything before. Aviath finally opens his eyes, but I don't. He can't look at his own neck. That's not a thing you can do. <laughs> you see him like on the. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> his neck back, like trying to look at it. And it's like I still, I can't see it still. <laughs> if I just stretch uh. my neck out more. <laughs> you can heal your own poisons, right? I could try that. You might as well. Sorry, I. I guess I don't know how to use my new spark yet. That's all right. Uh. Let's try healing it off. I assume it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't appear to be poison. Yeah, a waste of five lay on hands points. Yeah, it's just like, we're just gonna have to ask when we arrive at our destination if there's anyone who happens to know anything. Might be a curse. Seems like it. I'm sorry, Avaith. I wish I could do more. That's quite alright. I should have been more careful around the Abigrim. I have all people should have known. Still... Uh, sorry, he kind of goes to sit back down. How could I mistake the lack of confidence for being the abigrim? No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the two are just so similar. No, sorry. Yeah. If you're not confident in yourself, you might as well just die. No. <laughs> Avias just goes to sleep without his helmet. 
So you are going to sleep. Brandy is still staying up. Theo, are you going to sleep as well? He's probably more worried now. He might take a bit to go to sleep. He's like thinking both about the attack and then also his spark evolving and just worried about a now. And you guys would have also seen that uh, that fog kind of rolling over the landscape. Question. Does any of that shit sound familiar, like the purple veins and whatnot? Roll a history check. My favorite. Oh, fuck, I love history. You know me. Six. Familiar, but not sure what. Mm. I like the color purple. I don't fucking know why he's calling it evil. It's fucking... It's a nice color. <laughs> continues to just stay on the path <laughs> just mumbling to himself all right um and as you continue and eventually theo and Avias drift back into sleep shooey yes you wake up <gasps> um you wake up in that same kind of black void that you visited twice now uh a similar landscape laying out in front of you that just black void with the white ripples of water where you step Um, and kind of far off in the distance you see the form of the white rabbit laying down on the ground looking down at a pair of eyes does not seem to notice you Shavi kind of looks around sees uh, Winona's figure his eyes kind of lighten up because Ken missed her (laughs) he's like Winona hey it's me Shui you see her head kind of lift up at that and turn towards you and you see her head cock when she notices you doesn't seem to say anything, though. And he's gonna, like, run up to her, uh, closer to her. Uh, she waits for you to get closer. Seems to still be kind of looking at you with white eyes. But yeah, uh, she's just pure white head. Still has, like, that pinkish skin tone, but her dress is also pure white. She's sitting on the ground right now, so she's looking up at you when you come up. And she's just like, Chewy? Who is that? He's gonna, um gonna crouch down to her to eye level and he tilts his head at that question and he's like you don't remember i don't know have you been here before um yeah about a month ago i think on a full moon full moon yeah he says he showed me the world oh the world and you see her head kind of go back towards the ground which is Still pretty dark, hard to see, um, but you do see those eyes staring back up at you as the voice filters through. Hey, uh, did you get my prayer? Your prayer? Mm-hmm. Were you one of the voices? I think so. I've been praying to you ever since uh, we last met to keep you company. Oh, it's very lonely here. Yeah, it seems like it. I used to have trouble um, being alone, and I, I guess I still do, kind of, sort of. How did you stop? Well, I realized that even if I'm by myself and I'm all alone, I'm not, I'm not really alone. I still have people with me. And here, he says, and he points to his chest. That seems like a problem to have people in there. <laughs> he kind of laughs. I don't mean it, like, literally. Uh, just all of my friends, everyone I've met, a piece of them is with me. And a piece of me is with them. She kind of looks back down towards the water where those eyes are. 
I don't think I'm ever alone either. At least not when I'm awake. Am I awake? She looks towards you again. I don't know. I don't think I'm awake right now. This is like a dream to me, I think. A dream? Am I not real then? Um, I don't, I don't know how it works really. When I was younger, Master Dashi used to tell me that dreams came from, mm, what was it? That dreams had a meaning, that they came from someplace real. Do they have to have a meaning? Hmm. Can't you just enjoy them? I think so. That might also be a meaning of a dream. For people to enjoy them. I don't see any really important reason to try and find meaning in things. Yeah, but my friend Theo really believes in fate and um, thinks that all life has a purpose, even if that purpose is uh, vague, I think. Hmm. So, how have you been? How have I been? Where have I been? She's kind of looking around the space. She is looking around. It looks like you're in the same spot I last saw you in. Hey, can you make the ground clear again? No, that happens when the sun comes up. Oh. Shuri looks down at the ground again. Is this like... Is this like the night sky? That is where the world is. If you look up, You'll see the sky above. He looks up. Does he see stars? Yeah, you see a bunch of stars, constellations, galaxies, very clear. Whoa! I don't know how I never noticed that before. Sometimes it's more distracting to look down than up. Are those big eyes still down there? They don't leave normally. Well, they do, I think, in the day, but I'm not here. Have you ever walked? On the ground down there? No, I don't think so. Not that I can remember. Maybe. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm here all the time. Huh. Well, if you're dreaming too, then I wonder where the real you is. You think this isn't the real me? Um, he says, <laughs> looking at her rabbit head. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Oh. I met one of your moms, um, a couple months ago. One of my moms? I have mothers? Uh, I think you told me that. Oh. I feel like we have met before. Very long time ago. Really? Wait, how long ago? Uh, she pauses for a moment, and then she looks up towards the, the sky, like the, the starry night sky above you. I don't know. Before I was put here. What? So, like, when I was little? How old are you? I'm 19. Centuries? 
No, years. Oh. Hmm. I think we met up there. And she points towards the stars. Huh? I don't think I've ever been up there. Maybe you just don't remember either. Huh, maybe not. My memory's not super good. You asked me how I was. How I am. Yeah, well, the last time I prayed to you, it felt weird. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, so I thought maybe you're feeling sad or something? No, I don't think so. Uh, the past few days or the past few nights, uh, at least I felt weaker than normal. It happens every now and again. What happens if you lose your strength? It comes back eventually. It just comes off of me sometimes. He just kind of thinks about that for a while. And he's just like, I wonder where it goes when you lose it. Don't know. How are you doing? Shooting. He pauses at that, and he's like, uh, not too good to tell you the truth. I'm sorry. My master Dashi, she's been blamed for, for murder. Murder? Like, taking a life, I think. Oh, that's not good. Master Dashi would never do that. I don't know this Dashi person. She's, she's all I had growing up. Because my parents were, were gone, missing. And I I know she used to be an, uh, a soldier or something. And that's how she lost her toes. <laughs> God damn um, it. And, <laughs> and, and that's how she got injured. But I mean, I don't, I don't know if she's tough, but she's not. She wouldn't do that. I just, I just want to help her. You said you've been praying to me. Is that like asking for something? Sometimes. Sometimes. I uh, prayed to you that you would watch over my friends and I. Or that you would keep Master Dashi safe. Or even just telling you how my day was. You did a lot of things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Yaya taught me how to pray to a god. What kind of a name is Yaya? <laughs> oh, his name is Aviath. He's... He's really strong. I really look up to him. Aviath. Mm-hmm. He's... an Azamar. He's like an angel. Hmm. Did you pray to get here? No. I don't know how I got here. Hmm. Well, since you're here, if you could have something, Shui, anything in the world, I suppose, what would it be? The world? You want the world? No, no, I... That's... Huh. 
He's thinking. If I could have anything in the world. Mm. He's tilting his head back and forth. Is it a hard question? Yeah. Uh, it's really hard because I want... I want to be stronger to help my friends. And I want to find my parents. But also... He, uh, is just puzzled right now, I would say. Like, um, if I could have anything in the world, God, Cassie, IDK, um, <laughs> wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. I am Shuey. I have become Shuey. <laughs> Channel your Shuey. <laughs> Channel my Shuey. <laughs> um, it was easier for Theo because it was like, what do you want right now in the moment? <laughs> like, what do you really want? And he's like, what? I want Brandy to be okay. Shuey's not under stress right now. It's hard. Uh, Oi. Um, my initial thought went to Dashi. I think Shuey's probably would too. <sighs> well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the thing I want the most in the world is. Because I haven't seen the world, really. I mean, I saw down there, he points down, but I haven't explored anything yet. But I think right now, the thing I want the most is for Master Dashi to be okay. I don't want her to die. I just, I just want to protect her. Like she's protected me. Hmm. That's not a very hard one. Huh? Nothing. Shui, um, is thinking for a, a bit, and he looks at his sword, and he takes it out, kind of holds it in his hands, and he's like, do you think I said the right thing? Does not seem to have an opinion. Oh, I don't know if I introduced you. Uh, this is my elven sword. Hello. Hi. Quiet. She just kind of smiles. I found the sword a couple months ago as a part of my test, but I can't. I can't open it yet. Hmm. That's unfortunate. It seems like almost everyone can open it, but me. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't give up, though. I'm still trying. Is starting to come. Is it? How can you tell? Just feel it. Huh. Um, and you hear the humming kind of slowly start to go away at that point. Um, and she slowly, as you see that kind of like blinding white light come up from underneath you again, and the the clouds and everything below you start to just kind of dissipate and the blackness to fade, you also start to see the world appear as she reaches up and starts to take her mask off again. Shui, um, is looking at the clouds part. And she looks down. And it takes you a moment to kind of adjust your eyes uh, to the person who's sitting in front of you. 
They are also like hair-wise, completely white, very bright, vibrant blue eyes. Uh, and your focus immediately goes to a red butterfly sitting in the center of their forehead as they are staring down and they look up at you and smile as you see the world beneath you. And they're just like, this is my favorite part. You look really familiar. Do I? Yeah. Almost like... Hmm. Oh! Master Libris. Hmm? Who's that? She's my mentor. She's training me. Oh. I think when we were in Jackrabbit's Keep, she also had a butterfly on her. A uh, what? This kind of thing, he says, and he's like making like a, I don't know, a butterfly motion <laughs> with his hands. I don't know what it is you're doing. Uh, well, you have one on your forehead. It's red. I do? Mm-hmm. Uh, she reaches up, and you see when she touches it, her hand kind of just fades through it. Oh, maybe I'm seeing things. I wonder if I can touch it. Can he, t- can he try to touch it? Your hand also goes right through it. Huh. That's weird. Uh, you start to feel yourself kind of start to fade, though. Like, as you reach out to touch the butterfly, you think that you're fading through it, and then you realize that you're kind of fading through her. Are you leaving? I think so. It was nice talking to you again. Nice talking to you, too. I hope things are better for you. He smiles. Have you ever been to the beach before? I don't know. Maybe one day we'll get to go swim together. <laughs> Fun. I feel tired. I do too. I'll see you next time then. Mm-hmm. Uh, his eyes close. She kind of like slowly moves towards you a little bit um, as you're kind of falling asleep and she kind of tries to like guide you to like fall asleep on her lap. Aww. He does so. Uh, and she smiles at you as that very bright light kind of fills the area around you. It was good to see you again. I don't see family often. And then you wake up. Come listen to Dice of Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like... Is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. Thank you to our high-tier patrons, Archaeus a Druid, Mad King Max, Claytor, the Hat Man, Charles, Jessica Long, Z, Vessel, and Mr. Bakudan. Apologies for the delays in our upload schedule. I was sick and then had to prepare for the release of season three on YouTube after losing a solid 10 days. Uh, so things are starting to get back to normal now. 
you should be seeing episodes popping up weekly again. That being said, now is a good time just to let you all know that once season two is finished being uploaded on podcasting platforms, we will be going to a bi-weekly schedule for podcast releases just to help lighten my load a little bit. We'll still be going weekly on YouTube, although we are also taking the first week off of every month moving forward. As always, you can watch the episodes on YouTube if you get caught up and don't want to wait, or join our Patreon and add the audio RSS feed to your favorite podcast app. But for now, we will see you next week, fellow Sparks. Sparks.